Hey listeners, just reminding you guys to not forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at OfficialHTHT, where we'll be keeping you updated on the latest news, when the pods drop, and whatever random stuff we want to discuss. So stop on by and have a high time. Okay, Fuck, this, this is it. They're like it's it's either he makes it or he doesn't. But I have nothing to do with this shot. That's all him. <laughs> it's all and him. he fucked up. It's like, let let him win. Let him win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, go ahead. Jeez, he ain't gonna make that. I I hate I hate when that happens when I'm playing pickup. And I, oh my god! I, I don't trash talk, but sometimes every now and then, like I'm, they'll shoot. I'm like, he ain't got it. Go ahead. That happens every time. And then they and then they sink it. And I'm like, fuck. I, I look right after he's like, good shot. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back. Episode 12 of High Time Halftime. It's your hosts, Mike. Dreezy in the house. <laughs> we want to wish you guys a happy holidays. Sorry about not posting last week. Yeah, you know, you know, uh, family time gets a little crazy. But eventful stuff. <laughs> yeah, so we got a, a, a big backlog of uh, NBA action and news and drama and other things to catch up on. So much has happened. Yeah, so we're just going to get into it. Oh, real quick, uh, number 12 episode. Uh, yeah. Steven Adams edition of High Time Halftime. He's one of my all-time, not all-time, he's one of my current uh, favorite NBA players. I Crazy guy. Like, I, I love him. He's great. He's awesome. I love how he says mate. It just, I want to give him a hug. And <laughs> I'm sure, like, all my life problems will be solved when that happens. You need a jersey. I do need a jersey. Yeah. Have you seen um, their alternate edition uh, like the the new city edition uniforms, no, that I it's it's like inspired by Native American like imagery. Oh, so it has like OKC and it's kind of like like very like linear and it has very like traditional like tribal patterns on it. It's it's really cool. It has a nice powder blue to it. Um, I dig it a lot. Like people are kind of like uh, divided on it, but I shout out to our Native American listeners. <laughs> Whoever you are, we appreciate you. And so does OKC. <laughs> but yeah, man, I love Stephen Adams. An- uh, another, tw- another number twelve, Dwight Howard, <laughs> <laughs> which has been um, there's been a lot of stuff going on with him, but we won't yeah. go into that. Yeah, that's um, that's a very touchy subject. Also, uh, real real quick side note. Um, Howard is going to have to go under surgery again because you know how he has like that glute yeah, yeah. Uh, injury. <clears throat> Apparently he's going to have to injury go down again. Yeah. As hell. So, sorry. That sucks for Not him. Not producing at all, yeah, you no. know, over there. I mean, he's been sitting out for a while, but yeah. <laughs> so we're just going to jump right in since there's so much shit to talk about. Um, this time we will be taking... Uh, High time, half time break. Just yeah, you know, just something kinda new. <laughs> yeah. Put it putting the putting the our our namesake to the test, you know. Exactly. We so. we found ourselves like getting a bit lazier and lazier throughout the, <laughs> the, the episode, so let's stop doing that. So the first thing I wanted to talk about um was the handicapped warriors without Steph Curry. Um they're twenty four and twenty without Curry. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. They're basically uh, a 500 team. They though the way the difference in their production from when Curry's on the floor or when he's off and 
compared to when he's off is ast- astonishing really they look like a completely different team yeah and everyone who says that curry is not the best player is not the most important player on the team is he is their playmaker yeah sure. he, they're they're blind because he is the system you know yeah. this team looks completely different they without a loss i mean you have kevin durant you know pulling 48 47 <laughs> to 48 minutes a game of course he's he's scoring you know above 40 most games since he just, he's been out he has a streak of 340 plus games just last night he had 51 51 and it wasn't enough against the raptors yeah um but clay thompson kevin durant they've been draymond away. green what well, draymond he, hasn't been, been playing out. Yeah. he's been out but these guys aren't the playmakers of the team and yeah, without Steph Curry yeah. the ball just doesn't move as as well enough yeah it doesn't you know it, there's mean? not as many clean passes obviously Curry's gravity affects the defense a lot mm-hmm. and um just without him they're not as good as a three-point shooting team obviously Klay Thompson and KD are gonna get buckets but um yeah. Curry was a big focal point of that they without with him out they take an absurd amount of jump uh like mid-range jump shots yep and those are like statistically very low percentage shots or like they're inefficient because you know the three is better than the two you might as well just get layups and threes you know that's how like the rockets have been doing exactly if you're not scoring in the point or scoring a three it's just more difficult yeah you know what i mean um and these these guys are great one-on-one players like you see kd like being defended by one of the best defenders in the league and he still can get a shot above him you know what i mean yeah so it's not any shade to them, but they need Curry to win another championship. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, like, and he's he's very injury prone. He misses a lot. He does, but he misses a lot. And it's also interesting to think about. There's there's people. Yeah, Curry is an all time you know great player, best shooter of all time. But you know, in the in the playoffs slash finals, does he step up? You know, like, yeah. <clears throat> there, there's there's people who say he does it, and that 2016 championship I think will always haunt him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially <laughs> that behind the back, out of bounds to <laughs> Clay Thompson oh when God. with like two minutes left or something. But um, Jesus Christ, yeah, just he's an instrumental player to the to this team, he, generational talent. Um, what I mean, was the, the guy's gonna be a warrior forever? For yeah, sure. for sure. But let's just see what happens with the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, um, I I think he'll be back soon. Um, he's actually, I think he's back next game. Yeah, they were talking about how he's already practicing and he's getting yeah. his group back. So yeah, so um, it would have been nice if they had him last night versus Toronto. That was a great matchup, potential finals uh, preview. Exactly, because uh, that that game was back and forth. Uh, two, was, the two best teams in, in each conference, in my opinion. Yeah. Even though Golden State doesn't have the record right now, but they're still clearly the best team in yeah. the West. It's actually crazy that the Clippers are first. Yeah. But um, the Raptors had the lead most of the time. Yeah. They they were up like 19 points at one point, and Klay Thompson just started getting the groove and, you know, spotting up some threes. I actually don't know if Golden State ever led in that game. Curi- curiously did. enough, because they, they were playing catch up. Yeah, they were playing catch up the whole time. They and let then it they tied in it up. OT actually in OT oh. they were leading, and then okay. Toronto came back. Um, but the Raptors are looking so good. I mean, they 
they barely beat Golden State without Curry or Draymond. So that just like that's a testament to how powerful, like how much of a powerhouse Golden State is. I know. I actually forget that Boogie is gonna be back in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so this might be a whole other team that they're gonna play. No, yeah, for sure. Um, but for the Raptors to, you know, these three-time defending champs to mm-hmm. to hold them back that much. You know what I mean? And KD turned it on. Yeah, like KD, KD was trying. He, he was even getting like frustrated at um, Iguodala for making two turnovers in the last minute of the game. Clutch time, man. Clutch time. Crucial turnovers. I think we're actually talking about this before, but Iguodala either needs to play one more year or kind of retire because he's kind of washed up. <laughs> yeah, his body has betrayed him at this point. Yeah. I loved him beforehand. He was a great player, great dunker. He was mean. He could get up there. And he could shoot. He, he was able to shoot. Big ass shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like a mini me of LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, Golden State also lost four in a row in the first time since the in the Steve Kerr era of coaching, which is crazy to think about in four years that yeah, they haven't lost crazy. four in a row that's how good this damn team is but um uh with katie playing out of his mind making absurd threes um it, it wasn't enough to beat toronto but you know I, on one hand i'm i'm happy for toronto because yeah. this shows that they have potential on the other hand wake me up when these games matter you know because <laughs> golden state doesn't have half of their star power and um, even though they're playing with some fire and some intensity in this game because they knew, like, it, it did mean something. Yeah. Um, it, it, and ultimately, this is just one game out of the 82, mm-hmm. you know, and w- until the playoffs mm-hmm. come, these teams aren't really turning on the Jets. So yeah. I'm just excited yeah. for for the postseason and, and what is yeah. to come, basically. That's what we all look forward to. I mean, I look forward to the all-star break yeah because a lot of trades go on and all that Mm -hmm. but postseason is where it's at and that's where every player is gonna is gonna shine you know what i mean pretty much so it doesn't matter but it was a it was a nice little showcase of what they got you know yeah Kawhi's doing great yeah danny green's doing great Kawhi had like 43 or something katie ended with 51 siakam was huge in that game he had a a career high like 24 or 26 ibaka's balling out this is a, this is a good game. Yeah, good for, game. Sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. But um, uh, moving on to uh, the Rockets, who are currently sitting at 14th in the West. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? They're just so thin. They are so thin. They have no bench they depth. Look, they look so shallow. Yeah, I don't know, man. But they have been. I think like something like six and two since like the, both their stars have been playing they had they had that really slow start because Harden missed time and then Chris Paul missed time yeah so they had obviously whether it was due to injury or suspension they didn't have their full team out but mm-hmm. even now that they do um they they look like the Rockets of last year a little bit like to a lesser degree they don't defend as well yeah and they don't have as many players <laughs> I think they're running like literally like seven man rotations yeah. they're basically running like playoff rotations but it's like they have like the four November. or five people on the bench that don't put their jersey on type of thing <laughs> like they, they are just wearing that warm up shirt hoping that they won't get that one or two minutes at the end of the game 
Yeah, so um, and it's, it's just weird that like a lot of people still consider the Rockets the biggest threat to Golden State and they're sitting at the bottom of the standings pretty much aside from the Suns. I've been very repetitive on this statement, but the Rockets had their chance last year. Yeah, I agree. And with Chris Paul always injured, the teams, you know, same thing with Golden State and Curry, their mechanics, their ball movement, their playmaking, and their defense. Chris Paul's a great defender, and without having a key defender in your team, like half the time, the Rockets are not going to have a shot. Yeah. Not going to have a shot. They're looking what's, really bad right now. What's funny, though, is that even though they're, they're way down there, they're closer to second in the west than they are to last place (laughs) that's how bunched up the west is right now so the playoff race is going to be crazy to see what teams actually make it Mm -hmm. you know like the clippers are doing clippers are on top yeah they're first in the west right now nuggets are doing exceptional the grizzlies are taking everybody by surprise now that now that conley is back and the soul's playing like he used to um so just a lot of surprises basically they're doing great actually yeah are doing great. And the Nuggets um, recently beat the Lakers and held LeBron to 14 points. <laughs> that was um, that was ugly to watch. And he didn't score a three-point shot. I think he was 0 for, like, 9. And he didn't score at all in the second half either. <laughs> that was just a bad game. I yeah. think that was just a bad game. But well, they, they, did, they did beat the Pacers last night, and LeBron kind of took over at the end. So there's this actually there's this rumor going around where he doesn't listen to Luke. Yeah, like I've, he I've, has I've his own. That. Yeah, he like he doesn't he on. doesn't look towards the bench when he has the ball like to see the play call. He basically kind of just does his own thing. Yeah, and it's 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 a compromise between having the best player on in the world on your team. Like how how do you even bench? How do you, I mean? How do you even um, coach someone like that? Yeah, I mean, I would. I would honestly blame it on Luke's inexperience. You know, if he if if another coach like, you know, Pop or, you know, even Spolster coached him really well, like if someone with more experience, mm-hmm. someone that's been in the game in a while, they would be able to coach someone like that. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not like he's uncon- <laughs> un- uncoachable. He's not uncoachable, but hey man, if LeBron's literally not listening to you and and it's a constant problem, what what do you do? <laughs> I don't know what Magic is thinking. And there's also a statement where Magic says, oh, we don't run everything through LeBron. Yeah, like, because, because then it would just be Cleveland, and we don't want that. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Throw, exactly. The, throw even more shade at Cleveland. <laughs> and I, I don't know if LeBron's bothered by that or if he, if he knows that he's intentionally, you know, ignoring this dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he talks about, you know, him not being one of the voices in, you know, talks about the team, about the corporation, and whatnot. That's just a little bit of cheese, <laughs> <laughs> About LeBron, we always got to mention something about him. <laughs> He's our boy. But next topic that we're going to talk about is actually the Wolves and the Sixers trade. We haven't spoken about that. I mean, they both have produced in the past two weeks. Yeah, both both teams looking like they're really benefiting from Covington from this deal. doing great in the Wolves. Um, Wiggins not doing too good. Cat <laughs> doing great. Um, Butler with two buzzer beater wins, you know, in a week. Um, things are looking crazy. So so now that it's been about, like, you know, a, a week and a half, two weeks, um, with each of these respective uh 
new look teams, do you do you feel like there's a clear cut winner from this exchange? Because on one hand, the Wolves are doing excellent defensively. They're fourth right now in defensive rating in the league, which is mm-hmm. way better than anyone would have thought. It seems like Cat actually cares about playing defense now. Like he seems more serious. Yeah, he's been playing lights out. Covington is literally a defensive player of the year candidate. So defensively, the Wolves have really shaped up, and that was a big problem of theirs. And then on the other hand, the Sixers got a closer. Sixers' defense has been atrocious, really, actually, but they're still winning. So, um, yeah, do you you feel like there's a clear-cut winner in this? or I do, actually. And I'm going to have to say that's the Wolves. It's the Wolves. I think... They got better rotation pieces. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, with Sarge and um, and Covington, they have that extra two bench players um, that can produce for them mm-hmm. and that play defense. Yeah. Um, I think Jimmy Butler's a great defender, but that's crazy to think that with him out of the picture, all his other teammates are, are now playing better. defense and yeah. are doing better. And there's something to there there's there's something to say about like okay, he was. Uh, a toxic player in the locker room, you know, I mean, with kinda, call, with calling out the players. This kind of proves it. Yeah, and this like everyone's happier it. that he's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so like chemistry matters. Basically, you like you can't just plug him, like plug and pop all these players on a spreadsheet, and then like, oh yeah, that looks good. We have defense, we have shooting, we have this. If they don't like each other, then it's not gonna work. You know, yeah, these people are humans too. You know? <laughs> they got uh, they got emotions. They got emotions, but definitely I see the Wolves winning in this trade. Did you have a winner? I think if if the Sixers add one more piece, then they will be the winners, in my opinion. As of now, I, I, I agree with you. I think the Wolves kind of came out on top. It has been a small sample size, of course. It's only been like 10 games. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a quarter way into the season now, most teams have played like 20 games, more or less. Um you can kind of get a feel for what what they're going to be for the rest of the season. And having those two really good rotation players on really good contracts yeah. too, they're not on like massive, massive money that is not going to be spent. So basically really good value for what you paid and what you, what you gave up to get them. Um, yeah, and I think the, the Wolves are, are the winner, but I think the, the Sixers are basically one, one shooter, like a sniper away from okay. from being the the winners in this, I um I wanted to add to that that so also these well Jimmy Butler is now playing in the East and these two are playing in the West. I would say that the Wolves have a lot more competition and they're still winning oh, and that's they're true. still defending better. That's true. And the Sixers, you know, their offensive production is crazy good. You got JJ Redick doing great. You got um. Ben Simmons, Butler, Embiid is Embiid. playing like an MVP caliber player right yeah. now. He's so, putting up literal like Shaq like numbers. Their offense makes up for their defense, but as soon as they either, I mean, I'm saying playoffs again, postseason, mm-hmm. or when they're battling against you know Western teams or those really good Eastern teams, Raptors, the Celtics, mm-hmm. um, that's when it's going to truly matter. And hey, you make a buzzer beater, one or two there, cool, mm-hmm. but. Can you beat these teams that you need to beat? You need to beat them four times. Yeah. I know that the Wolves aren't there, but now that the 76ers got Jimmy Butler, there's more expectations. 
they're for like, sure. okay, are you yeah, going to make it? I like, think this, the Sixers are officially like a, a Hollywood team, a glamour team, mm-hmm. you know. That's it. They have Simmons and Bede, who talks a fuck ton. Simmons, who's rookie of the year, and then Jimmy, who's like, like drama just he attracts drama like a magnet. Yeah, dude. They're all excellent players. They all have big personalities. So, um, yeah, I think uh, Philadelphia is the new like L- LA right now <laughs> in terms of <laughs> like are. in of terms the of like, prestige. The LA yeah. Of the East. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But now they just got to climb up that ladder. For sure. Next, we actually wanted to stay um, talking about the Sixers. Uh, we don't want to talk about Fultz. Yeah, because there's a lot of stuff yeah, going this, on. This situation with Fultz is... It's gotten pretty ridiculous, in my opinion. I mean, there's a lot of people that talk about it. Yeah. Because this guy was great in college. He was a number one pick. He was the number one pick. Like, that's the he consensus. Was a number one pick. This guy is the best 18-year-old basketball player in the world right now, and we're going to pick him number one in yes, the draft. exactly. And it has it has not been like that in his NBA tenure as of now. At all. And it's 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 just the most bizarre situation to me because how do you go from from a player of that caliber to to basically nothing? Like he's had solid minutes, he's had like good assists, he had a dunk here or there, he made a three. Yeah. But just nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Some he's averages like what? Like Eight or nine points a game, mm-hmm. two rebounds, three assists. I'm like, what is going you on? You got here? these rookies like Donkic and Trey Young, like putting better numbers in him, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, and he's still working on his shot. Come on, like the, he, he it's come out thing. saying that apparently Fultz is no longer in the Sixers' long term plans. Um, and I'm he's saying of, he needs to see another shoulder, a shoulder specialist again. No, I, I heard that he needs to see a therapist, <laughs> like a straight up a, a, therapist, a sports, a sports, a sports psychologist. Yeah, to like, that's what it is to like get through this mental hurdle. Because, I mean, there is there is a possibility, yes, that he was kind of like Kawhi, you know, misdiagnosed. He needs a second opinion. But he got that second opinion. Doctors are saying, dude, there's nothing wrong with your shoulder, but. I mean, a shoulder is a complicated, like, it's a piece joint. of, yeah, it's a, it's a it's complicated human machinery, you know? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of things can go wrong with yeah. that. And, yeah. and, and maybe they're kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say underplaying it, but I think this is more, there's more to this than we're getting, basically. And then it came out that... Uh, his longtime trainer that he was he was rehabbing with mm-hmm. well, after this he, they're not on speaking terms anymore, and now what? they're saying yeah now they're saying that he, that he's not in the long term pl- Fultz is in the long term plans and you wonder how are they going to get rid of him what are they gonna, where are they going to go from here yeah. what's his trade value because even though he's if a, there is a trade value yeah there he was in all the trade talks like they wanted to get rid of him yeah like, but the thing were, is even though he's a rookie. He has a massive contract. I, I forget why, because like a number one pick extension or something. Basically, he's getting nine million next year and ten million the next yeah. for a rookie. Those are really high numbers, and um, but his production does not match that criteria like at all. And if it did, the 76ers would look totally different. Yeah, for sure. It would be a totally different team, and 
we actually produced maybe 18 points I don't know something something in the teens <laughs> you know <laughs> something but, in the teens and like shoot and make it yeah but also um like this th there's talks of are we like are the Sixers gonna need to attach a pick to get rid of him mm -hmm. which is like crazy to think about yeah that how, like how far he's how far he's fallen in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Like and it, it's kind of sad, you know? It makes me feel for the guy. Like, no, I'm scared that he's not going to get picked up, <laughs> which will be really sad story. That, that would be one of the you most, I mean? like, like Cause this guy, weird, weird stories, like NBA stories in, like, the past, like, decade, really. Yeah. A number one pick to just, like, fall off the earth like that. No, I mean... We've seen, like, top five picks that don't do well at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, like, busts happen. But, I don't know. He's, he's like, he's 20. I don't... I, yeah. I, I, I feel like to say a 20-year-old is a bust is, like, jumping the gun, you know? At least, like, have a one good year. <laughs> but, like, there are players who, who, out of nowhere, like, get good, like, five, eight, ten years yeah. into their career. So, it's, like... You know, I don't, I don't, I, I wouldn't, I still, I have faith in him, you know. Maybe even, he's one of these players that are still getting used to the NBA. Yeah. And they're, I, I believe that a lot of these college players sometimes aren't ready for it. You know what I mean? A little too young, you think? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they weren't ready for it. You know, and some of them do make it. Like, mm -hmm, for sure. You know, look at these young ass 19, 20 year olds. Jarrett Jackson Jr. On the, Jason on, Tatum just turned 21. Yeah. Fucking great baller <laughs> baller <laughs> but yeah wanna be a baller shot caller 21 huh? no <laughs> <laughs> you wanna take a high time half yeah, time so um so that's the buzzer <laughs> enjoy this um music while yeah. we uh, come back so message from our sponsors uh from Cali <laughs> <laughs> from Cali <laughs> Though. Check this out. We got that killer California Oakland OG Kush right here for you, man. That's that's cool. Cool. You ain't never seen nothing like this, man. Let me open up the bag so you can smell this shit. You mind if I do it, Jay? Here, hit this shit. Fucking hey. <laughs> All right. Welcome back from our our little break. Yeah, um, it's the third quarter now. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> things are things are looking good. I don't know. <laughs> now we we can record this podcast. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, heat check. That's our uh, that's our you know mammy heat segment. Heater trash. <laughs> What's happened? What happened? We've to lost my team? every home game since the vice court has come out. And the Vice jerseys, of course. But we've lost every home game. We got D-Wade back. He broke a record of most bench points in, in not the NBA, in, in heat, heat history. Franchise history. In Heat franchise history. What do you have, 32, 35? 33. 33. Right? And um, we are still losing. Yeah. We are still losing. Uh, this, I don't know. This team is, is having an abysmal season. I, I don't know why I love this team. I love um, I They love have them. so many, they have so many problems. There was a really fascinating, um, fascinating uh, theory going around the Heat community that Spolstra is intentionally tanking. No. 
for for a better pick, basically. I mean, I wouldn't um, cue the Zion Williamson music. <laughs> Zion Williams, <laughs> and I wouldn't think it's such a bad idea, but I wouldn't want that to happen. <laughs> okay, okay, here it is. I found it. Oh wait, All right. here, here, so. Just picture this. So, you know, we, we, we're a good team, scrappy team. So, the kids, hashtag the kids, um, being um, like Winslow, Richardson, you mm -hmm. know, the young ones. Okay. So, in the last five games, the four most used three-man lineups have either had Magruder, Ellington, or Whiteside. All of them are negatives right now, like negative 20, negative 26. So they're net neg negative to the team right now. When they're in, we're losing. Yeah. So in the last five games, Winslow played 76 minutes with both Richardson and Adebayo. In those minutes, Heat are plus 30. They're playing together in 31% of available minutes. So in the last five games, the defense is giving up so, so many, so much more points per possession yeah yeah we're giving up more at the basket <laughs> exactly it's just a negative with a negative yeah um oh no my shit fucked up Magruder's playing like trash he's still having a fuck ton of minutes since Ellington's return from injury the Heat are a negative 71 in his minutes yeah he has not been producing at all it's at all Last season, Wayne was a plus one ninety three overall with with Olenek. Wade Wayne has played twice as many minutes with Hassan than than Olenek this season. And Wade is getting subbed in super late into the game. If you haven't noticed that either, <laughs> he's like, "I'm not saying the Heat are suddenly tanking. I'm just saying the Heat are suddenly tanking." <laughs> it's and it is like kind of the coach, like the coach can control that. Yeah, Definitely. I don't know what's going on with Spolster's rotations. It's They're actually horrific. baffling. We need, right to we need to have more minutes with Olenek. We need to have more minutes with Olenek? Richardson. Yeah, Olenek I mean, Richardson's is... there most of the time. Yeah, like his usage has gone way up. I'm really, I'm really yeah. happy with his development. Like, no, they're kind of, they're kind of forcing him. They're kind of pushing him to be like this, the guy on our team. Who Olenek? No, 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 Richardson. Oh, okay. They're kind of forcing him into that Jimmy Butler role, you yeah, know, yeah. to kind of like close games. And he has that ability. He missed the shot versus he missed Atlanta. That shot, man. He, he had a wide open look. He wide traveled open and everything. No, no call. <laughs> and he missed a wide open shot to to win the game with like a second left, and it was heartbreaking. But, um, and there are times at the end of games. I remember in the beginning of the season, the Orlando game. He dribbled it off his foot to tie it up with like yeah. two seconds and he dribbled it off his foot out of bounds um, so shit like that like he's still young he's still he's still, he's still gonna still, make mistakes yeah he's exactly still, but he's doing great he's though. doing good he's, he's scoring good. 20 plus a game for the mm -hmm. first time in his career yeah um, people have him in the most improved player race yeah so yeah. that's been it. that's interesting been to think producing about really well so yeah he, even though he's doing better the team's not winning yeah and it sucks to see. No, I, I, I did not, like, I'm eating my own words because I did not at all think the Heat would be this bad this season. Yeah. You know, we're, we're currently not in the playoff race. Projections have us finishing, like, ninth. We had a way more 
you know, we we had high expectations yeah. for them. Yeah, for sure. And but they're just doing so bad, man. And Whiteside still like he was he was producing, you know, he was he had a really good start to the season, but he he's still leading the league in blocks. Yeah, and but, he's been he puts like 20 points, 10 boards most games, yeah. you know. But I still see him as a pretty crappy center. I just yeah, it's just he sucks at posting up. He sucks at posting up, and, and his he's defense like, is so lazy. Even though he gets good blocks, yeah, but he still has a lazy defense. He's he's just good at rebounding. Like yeah. that's the thing he excels at: rebounds and like lobs and dunks. But he doesn't. He still doesn't know how to pass out. Like yeah, he has the same problems. He he's not an all star center. No, I would say he's an all star center. What? Yeah, I don't think he's an all star center. Well, he's getting all star money. That boy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm Compared still, to I'm other all-star centers, he is... I don't know. He's just not compared to these other guys that can actually post up or shoot a mid. Or he shoots mids. Not flop. Yeah, he, he, he shoots shoot. mids. But he don't flop. He don't flop. He flops a lot, bro. Especially okay, on defense. Okay, like someone runs into him and he's like that. That's just because like, he's lanky. He has no core I strength. It. I hate it. I hate him! <laughs> 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 oh man but yeah the Heat fucking suck and every yeah. home game we go to they lose so thanks Heat yeah I, I I really it makes me not want to buy Vice stuff no that's a fucking no, lie no, I still no. want to buy I saw, Vice I saw stuff. a Vice license plate and I was like damn that shit's <sighs> dope I've seen it like three times now yeah I feel like it's like when I see it I have a good day <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like seeing a ho-oh you're like wow Wow, look at that go. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I think that was so cool that Pokemon planted Ho-Oh at the beginning of the first episode of the animated series. Because oh, Ho-Oh yeah, is yeah. like a, a Gen 2 legendary. No, yeah. So I think that's so cool that they did that little. Like, that's what. That's why Pokemon has developed to what it is. <laughs> no, they had the plan the whole time. Yeah. You know? I really that want that new smart. one that came out. The, the oh. Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, but... I don't have a Switch. I sold my Switch. You already did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I sold it's, it. Super it's quick. not in there. I just, like, I wouldn't play it that often, you know? I mean, I love Pokemon, but... Damn, honestly, what the fuck? Pokemon... I should have I bought my Switch from you. Yeah, <laughs> Pokemon fuck. is so boring after, like, the fifth playthrough, you know what I mean? Like, no endgame content, bro. Scrub, bro. Give me like World of Warcraft or something. Like, you know what <laughs> Shut I mean? the fuck up. With the end game. <laughs> I have to turn it off now. Because yeah. I'm at one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Staying in the East. Giannis is fucking balling. Yeah. I, uh... He is leading in the MVP race right now. Um, I don't know. Other, I mean, him and LeBron are my top two choices of course <clears throat> I yeah. think so um, well you know LeBron's viable to win it every single year since mm-hmm. he's been in the league no, but, yeah he has but, been um, contender yeah uh, I saw this thing I think it was like this morning or yesterday that Shaq was on like a Stephen A Stephen A Smith show mm-hmm. like he was calling in and he's like oh you heard it here first uh I'm officially giving up the name nickname Superman to the Greek freak because he's he's the MVP right now and he deserves it and like he like he's like he's giving props and Shaq never gives props. 
Yeah. Like, that's why he has beef with, like, Howard and Whiteside and McGee because he hates, like, centers that people he, are like, he calls oh. calls them out. Yeah, he always calls he's out like, centers. These guys are nothing. But he's, like, giving a hella, hella praise to Imagine Giannis. Imagine, sh- like, prime Shaq and prime Giannis. <laughs> like, battling it out. That's why I think he was giving him props. He was like, dude, if I was going against you right now, you would be a problem. Like, I think that's what... That's true. He like, kind of but saying, n- neither of them would be able to stop each other because Giannis, Giannis is, isn't, isn't yeah, mm-hmm. he's not strong. He's strong as fuck, but he's not strong enough to battle Shaq down down low in the post. And on the other side, Giannis is way too fast for Shaq. Yeah. So offensively, they would both be feasting on each other. Yeah, I think Giannis might have the edge because he has longer arms, and like Shaq's trying to battle down low, he could kind of poke it away a little. You know, yeah. I feel like Shaq would foul fuck ton trying to yeah guard Giannis, but um, fucking great centers. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, Giannis also plays up a lot of his minutes at forward, but but it it would be interesting to to see what he's listed as. When... He's the modern like modern day great fucking center because even he's working on his three point shot and imagine when he gets well, that down yeah back. like I feel like he in the preseason he was doing good but then right now he's shooting literally I think 12.5% from three like he just does it but that's he the crazy put thing shots up that's why he's that's still, like yeah he shots. shoots it like one or two a game basically but it's crazy to think about like he's not making threes and he's still in my opinion leading the MVP race. I mean, that's okay. He's still, like, yeah. That's cool. That's crazy, like, because that's just a a testament to how much of an excellent player he is. Because in the paint, he's leading points in the paint at something like 68 or 69% of his points come from in the paint. No, yeah, of course, dude. It's ridiculous. And his team, as an average, plays better with him, like, more points in the paint. They're doing the rocket scheme where it just layups and and threes. They don't take mid rangers. There was a game they literally took two mid rangers, <laughs> and like like a hundred thirty out of a hundred thirty three of their possessions were either layups or or threes. Shout out to Middleton for shooting that three. <clears throat> Middleton has been excellent. Yeah. Like Brooke Lopez has been a, such a good uh, stretch five for Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. He's been playing great. So. It's it's just I don't like really Brooke Lopez, cool. but he's he's doing okay. I I've always liked Brooke Lopez. He looks like a I don't know. He looks kind of. <laughs> he looks like he's he looks made like of... he's in a murder usual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him. Well, his brother Robin has more of the look because he has a crazy hair. Oh, okay. He kind of has the sideshow yeah. Bob from The Simpsons look going on. Sheesh! <clears throat> you didn't have to try him like that. <laughs> <laughs> but Sorry. yeah, man, Giannis is doing fantastic. LeBron, I, I mean, we mentioned this before. He's having the least amount of minutes he's ever had, and averaging the best in about like eight years or so. Mm-hmm. So that's why I still think he is, you know, a great contender. Um, but these past MVPs, like Russell Westbrook, he's shooting the worst he's ever had been beyond the three point line. Westbrook? Yeah. So he has the worst percentage, um, three-point percentage he's ever had in his career. Uh-huh. He is not shooting threes really well. James Harden, he's doing James Harden things, but he's still <laughs> doing crazy amount of turnovers and shooting a lot. And, you know, those last-second shots, he doesn't 
he like ball hogs it and then he either passes it the last second <laughs> turns it over or like tries to do this ridiculous step back like I, I saw that happen like twice in the past week when they were mm-hmm. playing. I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah, that's that's how that's who he is, you know. But he could still carry the offense by himself, more or less. Like, because yeah. they're not doing terribly anymore. So, um, so I don't know. Do do you fear like you think getting winning the MVP is kind of a a curse a curse to your skills after a little bit? <laughs> I think. It's really I mean, hard. Curry didn't Curry didn't experience that. No, of course not. I mean, and he also is, I would say, the third contender of the MVP race. Yeah, but he just needs to play fucking games. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? mean, if 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 you're correct and he comes back next game, that he's missed right now, I think like ten or eleven games, and even like looking back historically, like throughout the like the games missed category for past MVPs mm-hmm. they never miss more than like 15 games yeah so Curry's like right there at that limit basically if he were to continue shooting as he was before this injury before he had to sit out I think he would be leading right now because okay. he was putting no he was putting crazy ridiculous. numbers even better than his unanimous MVP year. yep so before this all happened, he was I, breaking his own record. Yeah, he was on pace for like five hundred threes yeah. in a season, which is damn. What? I wonder if he's gonna he's gonna hit that. I mean, he, no, he can't. I don't think he can. I think anymore. he still could. Yeah, he would have to up his threes by like a a yeah, way crazy. Yeah. But um, so yeah, um, I I say Giannis is up there, but Embiid is also. Um, putting up really, as I said earlier, Shaq like numbers. I think he's averaging twenty eight and like. 15 mm-hmm. something like that two two yeah. two blocks a game yeah. he was um, leading blocks before his he, he has like the most usage for the for the Sixers I think no no that's not true but he's I think the most instrumental piece of to their offense no, just because of how dominant he is in the paint he can shoot it he can put the three he he gets in your head yeah players hate him they hate playing against him they love playing with him so yeah it's very yeah so and beads up there too. He has that Draymond, <laughs> but no, he's doing good as well. And then I think lastly, Kawhi also. Oh yeah, Kawhi. Kawhi's doing fucking great. Great two-way player. He scored forty plus yeah, against Golden State. Took over the game versus Golden State. Yeah, so. he's doing great. And I think Raptors like now they actually have a shot. You know, to make it to to the finals, they still have some kinks to work out. They're just—I feel like their their offense is good, but it's their defense that that worries me because they're just good. They're really good, but they're not like elite defensively, mm-hmm. and they have this the the tools to be elite defensively. So that's where I kind of worry if if they'll if they'll get that under under like under control under control <laughs> before facing Golden State in the yeah. finals, basically. Yeah, but uh, that aside, yeah, the Raptors they they got it, man. They got it. We that got it. I mean, look, this has been the <laughs> Raptors for the. <laughs> They've been the. This has been the Raptors for the past four or five years. You know, mm-hmm. with or without Kawhi, they were doing really well. Yeah, um, they have that stigma of yeah, being this, and during the season, and just a regular season team. Exactly, and they get fucking swept by. Basically, LeBron. It was LeBron every year, every <laughs> you year, know, dude. like every year. But hey, now's their now's, now's their, time. their shot. I mean, minus LeBron, 
plus Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Big, big posse. Yeah, <laughs> big posse, bro. <laughs> so, I, I'm rooting for the Raptors. You know, low key. yeah, me too, me too. So, I was, like that that game versus Golden State. Even even though I hated Toronto in the past because we were in the playoffs together, yeah, and they would injure Dragic. Um, I I, I kind of don't like Lowry at all. But that aside, I I love this team. Like I love Kawhi. Why don't you like Lowry? He's a punk, dude. Like, and he he complains too much. He's good. He's good as fuck. Yeah, he's good. He's good as fuck. Can't deny that. And he kind of praises Kawhi too. You know, I mean, yeah, he's just he's kind of a diva. In my eyes, he's a he's like, and he's so thick for some reason. (laughs) Oh yeah, he is a little thick, right? (laughs) But um, yeah, fat. (laughs) But yeah, um, rookie of the year, Donkic, the Wonder Boy, the Donk, he Donkey Kong, doing crazy, and his big big three point percentage has been like above 60 this whole season so is very motherfucking impressive yes I don't know if that's true that it's right now 67 your free throw not free throw three point three three, three point, point per- per- check the facts facts machine <laughs> but I know for he's scoring like 19 points a game something like a few rebounds like three four assists or something um yeah, he's been he's been on a roll and the Mavericks have been surprising a lot of people. Yeah. They are. And they're I think they're they're so tied like the West is ridiculous. Yeah. So they're like tied for 6 but they really could be like second if they win just like two games. <laughs> like I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, it's it's complicated up there out there. It's a wild wild west, but um did you find it? Yeah, like you lied. It must have been in December and <laughs> uh, not December, November. Maybe he had a like, stretch of games, yeah. Yeah. Kind right of like, like, like 40. It's forty percent. Okay, but still forty percent is yeah. is good. Like, and he's pulling really from like good. half court sometimes, you know, like this mm-hmm. guy can crazy shoot contested fall, falling out of bounds from ridiculous, the corner. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah. He is definitely the front runner. He has the tools, he has the bar handling. You know, he turns it over, but and he's, like, kind of not that great on defense. But that's about what we expected in terms of his defensive, like, liabilities. Mm-hmm. But the the way he can score, the way he can facilitate, we everyone wondered if he was NBA ready. And yeah. he's showing, yeah, the fuck I am. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he looks really fucking comfortable. Yeah, it's like he just stepped right in and yeah. has didn't miss a beat, like. J.J. Barrett is playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait to see Dirk back. This is Dirk's, I think, last season. So. Yeah, man. Um, also, 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 <laughs> also, also. Um, second years, second year players that were rookie of the year last year: Ben Simmons, oh, uh, yeah. Donovan Mitchell. Darren Fox. I don't know why he wasn't in the talks last year, but he is he is improved yeah. so well this year and he is a really key component to the Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. Um Ben Simmons still doing great. Donovan Mitchell, I kinda wanted to talk to him about him a bit because he's having Westbrook ways. 
A little That's bit. what I call. A little bit. When you fucking shoot a lot, a lot, and you're practically only you know making two, three assists a game. I don't know how much he's averaging, mm-hmm. but he's not dishing it out. But he's taking a lot of shots. But that's a that's kind of because like, they're even their coach kind of encourages that. Like he's like, oh, you have a responsibility to to like I don't want you to think you're not supposed to shoot this because that's being selfish to the team you thinking that so in a way that's that's the way Quinn Snyder coaches mm-hmm. but I kind of see I, I definitely see what you mean yeah. where it's it's kind of frustrating to see I mean he's putting up the same shots he did last year they're just not going in as much yeah exactly so he's still like but he he's not that great shooting the three uh, which is very Westbrook like he likes to shoot the three but he's not very he good does. At it. he likes pulling up yeah. you know what um, I mean going around the he's pick. still sh- he's taking those weird floaters he yeah. hasn't been dunking it as much I've no. noticed but he can get into the paint yeah for sure he's quick and small but um, speaking of the Jazz yeah they they did oh wait no we'll we'll save that for a little bit um, November the end of November marks the end of D Rose's historic month this month has been insane ridiculous for for, for your guys averaging 21 this this month yeah yeah I, well i have here 19 4 and 3 but maybe it could it could have gone up because deros has been playing out of ridiculous his mind. and a great bench player for the wolves again another key component for them i think the wolves are the Wolves won that trade. <laughs> <laughs> well, D-Rose had nothing to do with I it. I know D-Rose had nothing to do with it, but he's still producing more. He's still getting more minutes because, you know, Jimmy's out of the picture. For sure. So, yeah, I think he's doing fantastic, and I hope he keeps doing great. Is he sixth man of the year? Nah, Wade. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, he may be. He may be. He may be. Yeah. yeah, he may be. Who do you think is competing with him? I don't know. I don't know too many like bench players who are doing crazy this year. Like, cause I I I don't know if like Lou Williams is still in the picture. Mm. I is like I don't know. He's I haven't been giving too. up with that as much. Yeah. But so yeah, he's fucking the sixth man of the year. No, it just <laughs> it's crazy. You know, obviously he was MVP. So uh, is there any stats of MVP winning sixth man of the year? A former MVP winning six man of the year. Fact check. But um I also wanna look at again the MVP curse and but it was uplifted mm. with Rose. Yeah, this is a really like really good sign. I'm 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 happy for him. Uh before I had I had no feels about it, but you know, looking at looking at who he is and the life he's had and just the unfortunate string of injuries, like I'm happy he's doing well now. Like, he's a good basketball player. Like, people thought D. Rose was done, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's not. Like, he's still got it. Yeah. And I mean, this isn't, like, a mellow situation. Like, oh, like, he still has it, and then he just does it. <laughs> like, this guy's still got it. He's he's having a crazy stretch of games. This yeah. isn't, like, a three-game fluke. We're seeing that explosive... Rose and he has this the finesse and the shoot. He's he's shooting threes and he's making he, he's shooting like forty six percent from three. Yeah, he's doing fantastic. When like his career average is something like thirty percent, like the 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 increase. Yeah, maybe it'll so well. it'll it'll slow down after this. Mm-hmm. 
but I want to see if it'll keep this up yeah. for the most part. And I would, and with Cat and you know everyone around him, that's just a good squad. Like that's that's what I wish the Heat were. Yeah, I'm kind of you know, jealous. Not about, like big names, but hey, like I'm jealous of other teams that are doing well. Yeah. I'm just like, why can't my that be my team? <laughs> Like what's happening here, man? But God. whatever, I'll I'll stay salty. Whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's tank, guys. Let's get Zion. <laughs> I'm not on. <laughs> I'm not on board the tank wagon. <laughs> I think we 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 started too late. No, yeah, definitely. How are you gonna start tanking a quarter into the? You got teams like Atlanta. Yeah. That beat us. Oh yeah. Oh, just got twice. Twice. Two, two of their five wins have been versus us. <laughs> They're like five know. and like eighteen or some shit. They just want to show how they can tank and still whoop our ass. Yeah, so it's kind of sad being a Heat fan right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it even looked like so shady because when we were playing Atlanta and uh, Richardson went up for the three, they kind of didn't go up to him to contest it. Like, they just looked at him. Well, there's a, there's a lot of rotations that happen. There's, there's a lot of two-man two man between... Wade and and Jay Rich, they pass to each other like between each other like twice. Mm-hmm. So it was like drive in, kick out, drive in, kick out, and then the same thing again. Yeah. But so they, I think that the the man, the defender, just got lost. But I mean, there's this guy. But there was a second everyone was like, "Oh shit, he's yeah, open. He's gonna he's shoot wide it wide open." Like they're looking at the hoop at this mm-hmm. point. They're yeah. like, "Okay, Fuck, this, this is it." They're like, "It's it's either he makes it or he doesn't." But I have nothing to do with this shot. That's all him. <laughs> it's and all he him. fucked up. Like, let let him win, let him win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, go ahead, he ain't gonna make that. I I hate I hate when that happens when I'm playing pickup, and I oh I, my God. I don't trash talk, but sometimes every now and then, like I'm, they'll shoot. I'm like, he ain't got it. Go ahead. That happens every time. And then they and then they sink it. And I'm like, fuck. I, I look right after he's like, good shot. I'm like, yeah, yeah, bro, that was a good shot. <laughs> like I knew that was going in. Good <laughs> shit. Like, go ahead. <laughs> I fucking dare you. What are you going to do? Splash it in my face? The man who just got a three splashed in his face. <coughs> Embarrassing. <coughs> Embarrassing. So another... We actually wanted to end the um, the episode with some recent trades. Yeah. There's always, you know, some trades going down. You know, Everyone's, everyone's always talking. February. Teams are always talking. What you got? What They're you got, always fam? Scheming. Yo, always I'm, scheming. I'm, I'm looking for a, I'm looking for a, a, a white guy to shoot my, my ball. <laughs> <laughs> like a drug dealer. I'm looking for a guy with a messed up shoulder and a round <laughs> pick. Who you got? <laughs> so, but some trades. My oh, the biggest trade that I saw. I mean, not even the biggest trade because he's doing so bad. Uh, Cleveland, Cleveland's Kyle Korver goes to Utah Jazz. Yeah, for some player I forgot which one and two second round picks. Wow! So <laughs> this guy, he was great. Like he was great beyond the arc, and he can drain it when you need it. But recently, he's a specialist, though. Yeah, that's all he does. And if he if he didn't have those shots for him. I think Cleveland, he didn't have those shots open for him. So maybe in the Utah Jazz, and I say maybe, the, <laughs> this team can create those shots for him. Yeah. Um, they, they they already have Ingles, who's 
who's um, doing great, fantastic beyond the arc. Yeah. <laughs> so I I don't know if adding that extra shooter will kind of take away from Ingo's production or add to it because he, they'll both have more space to work with. Yeah. So we'll see the effects of it. Um, I hope it improves Mitchell and Gobert's game as well. But yeah, you know we'll see. I, I he's he Corver's a complete net negative on defense. So whatever he's gonna give you, he's probably gonna give back. Yeah, I mean, like basically, you're you're putting in an unathletic guy that can shoot threes, yeah. can make threes, and that cannot play defense. Yeah. So you're 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 kind of losing in that, <laughs> but. Hey, they didn't. If, if they you, didn't the Jazz really need that more offense. Yeah, they they got. They, it. they are they are struggling. So he can be a a good you know bench player for sure. And the last thing, um, big name that uh, you probably haven't thought about in three years, Joakim Noah. Has, haven't even heard about in three <laughs> years. More like. Has uh, been traded to Memphis. The Grizzlies are doing great. And now they've signed Noah, and I haven't heard of this guy since he was our rivalry in the, <laughs> in the Bulls. Bulls days. Yeah, in the Bulls days. Where he won Defensive Player of the Year. He was doing great, and he was even an All-Star. He was an All-Star. He was an All-Star. Yeah. Um, but now he was released by the Knicks, right? Massive contract. Massive. So he missed out on a lot of money. And he's he got never he got played up. never he played something like like seventy two minutes total yeah. <laughs> over like three years yeah <laughs> and the guy uh, was injured right yeah just um, I I have no idea what he's gonna be like I have no idea what Memphis is gonna be like this is just so weird to me and I feel like I'm in a time warp <laughs> I'm in a time warp yeah we're signing all these people that haven't been seriously. <laughs> playing in years so yeah i guess um let's see i'm in, i'm interested in memphis that's for sure i'm gonna i'm gonna need i mean to i'm gonna watch games because i ha- i still haven't seen a complete game of of the grizzlies so i'll have to schedule that next one because it's in your schedule <laughs> put it in my planner but just want to remind you guys, please follow us on at official HTHT oh, on Instagram. Forgot, yeah. <laughs> Snapchat, not Snapchat. <laughs> Spotify, the Apple Podcast app. We're all up on that. Anchor, just check us out. Give us a shout out. Follow us. We'll follow you back if you want. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we actually were at the Heat game the other day and we did some uh, some little footage. Uh, you missed it if you don't follow us so follow us alright yeah so uh, yeah come on by let's have a discussion let's open a dialogue and um, yeah this was this was fun so good to be back good to be back we'll yeah. be on next week we'll catch you next week we'll go we'll for Friday I think yeah <laughs> Thursday Friday because you said you like those yeah. Alright, so uh yeah, that's a wrap. Thank you very much for for listening and uh, catch you next week. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs> that's our catchphrase.